Hi, welcome back to The Dare Show. And look, I'm the host. My name is Derek, and on this podcast, this show, whatever, I want to invite you to look at, I want to dare you to look at things, music, topics, celebrities, whatever I'm talking about. I want you to, I want to dare you to look at it through a different lens, a different view, my view. So here we go. So this almost didn't happen today. I'm laying in bed, a mess. I'm recovering from a stomach situation (laughs) that I purchased. I didn't purchase it, but I got, I got the stomach situation. But anyways, this almost didn't happen, but I was like, I was just tweeting and thinking like Prince, his passing anniversary was today. I have heartburn, just in case you want to know. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Luther Vandross, his birthday celebration was yesterday. And I'm like, those are like, Really, my top two favorite artist, my my, my my top two favorite male artists. So, like, I had to get on here and talk about something. Although, you know, through going through the week, I normally like figure out what I'm going to talk about. But because, like, during that time period, I had gotten sick, and I didn't really put up anything. So, this is going to be a wham wham. Thank you, ma'am. But first of all, we have to talk about. Queen Carrie Underwood. Let's just take a moment. I don't even know where to start. Where do I start talking about Queen Carrie the Underwood? Queen Carrie Lungs Underwood. Queen Carrie Vocal Underwood. Queen Carrie Music Eclectic Musical Vocalist. Carrie Underwood. Like, this lady is really out here doing it. Now, okay, we'll start with the residency thing. So, Carrie posted, uh, was this yesterday? Yeah, I think it was yesterday. Carrie posted, yeah, she posted yesterday on her Twitter. She was like, I don't know if Instagram or anything else got it. But she posted like this little clip. Oh, Lord, this heartburn. She posted this little clip of her holding a little butterfly and like whisking it off into the air with his like hot ass beat. I swear this beat is killing it in the background. And like she's like this, um, the background is very like neon. It's very like Japan, downtown Japan. I've never been, but the shit, the shit I've seen, the clips and stuff I've seen in Japan, I would say it's like very Japan, downtown Japan, very, you know, colorful, neon bright lights and shit so then i'm looking through her comments and people are thinking it's a residency and so also if you go to celine dion's page there's this other she's posted a little clip of what i'm looking for i'm looking for the tweet she posted a clip of her and like this ball, like she's catching the ball with her uh, foot and a heel. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. But the music are definitely the same. She has the same kind of music in the background as Carrie. Also, the background of Care, um, Celine's is very 
similar. Now, are they working together? Probably not. Would I like that for like maybe a song? Okay, sure. Just based off the music alone, like the little beat that was playing. Um, so apparently there's this new resort that they're building in Las Vegas and it's opening in July, on Ju June 24th. Um, this person says, I am Mike 702 says, it's no doubt the Vegas residen residency announcement at Resorts World LV. Now they have announced grand opening June 24th and Carrie is rumored headliner July 4th weekend grand opening celebration. Wait, what? Why would she be? Okay. We'll see. Because why would she be a headliner before she announces? They have a, a grand opening June 24th, but she's rumored to, oh, she's rumored to headline July 4th. Which isn't too far, like two or two weeks away from each other. Okay, whatever. So they everybody thinks she's doing a residency. And we don't know because today she's supposed to tell us, but she reneged. She said, oh crap, what did she say? She said, keep on fluttering or something. Fuckers. Whatever she said. What did she say? Hold on. Oh no. Where's Twitter? Anyways, I don't know what she said, but she was just like, we're going to have to come back for tomorrow or another date. But And so then Celine did the same thing. Celine said, oh, we're going to have, I think Celine said tomorrow, but Carrie didn't say tomorrow. Carrie said another date. So I don't know what Celine has to do with it. I thought, is Celine? No, Celine was not supposed to, she was supposed to be on tour now. See, Corona really stopped everything. They stopped Lady Gaga's show. They stopped um, Beyonce was supposed to go on tour this summer, last summer, um, allegedly. You know, she don't talk much. <sighs> That's another thing we got to talk about when we get to Luther. Remind me to talk about her when we get to Luther. Um, Celine had to pause her tour. Was Gaga doing anything? I don't think Gaga was doing anything. You know, it just it just stopped everything. So I'm sure, like at this point, Celine was supposed to, I guess, go back into a residency. The Queen of Vegas. I was about to say, wait, what? The Queen of Vegas. Carrie Underwood doing a Vegas residency. At this point, I don't think it really matters because about like Vegas. Excuse me, because Vegas isn't really what it used to be. Vegas used to be like back in the day, I think like Gladys Knight and like Sinatra and all them, they would go back, they would go to Vegas to like hustle to get money to pay off debts. Vegas now is like this attraction. You have Celine, you have Mariah, you have JLo. You know, I think that somebody said Beyonce was, yeah, that was another one. Beyonce was rumored the end of like in December um somebody I'm forgetting the name B Scott posted that she was supposed to be uh doing a residency I don't know I don't think she is oh because she was in Vegas for her um anniversary 
That's what that was. So they were putting like, oh, she's doing a residency. Okay, so but I'm saying like Vegas isn't like a bad thing anymore. It's just like a thing. I wanted to see Janet in Vegas. Oh my gosh, when she was doing the um the uh what does she call it? Her like underrated uncovered songs that she hasn't done or songs, fan favorites or whatever. I wanted to go there. Oh my God, I wanted to see Janet in Vegas. But okay, so we'll see if Carrie's going to tell us what she's doing. Well, I'm sure she'll tell us, but I really do love that. I hope that they do a song. I hope that's a song or something. Okay, so let's go on to Tears of Gold. Um, Last week, I was driving to Chick... What's that place called? Chick something... Express Chicken who don't have the boneless wings, who don't have the bone-in wings, they have boneless wings, and the the boneless wings that I got weren't, let me lay back down, I'm sorry, the boneless wings that I got, they weren't that great. So I'm like, oh, Tears of Gold, I remember this song coming up, but I never did listen to it, from Carrie Underwood and David, what's his name, David Bisbal. I think I said his name right. I took Spanish. I'm really good in Spanish. Hola, como estas? Um, vamos a la playa. Y uh, tienes unas sacapuntas. Uh, la puerta. La manzana. I know Spanish. It's been a while, but I know Spanish. Okay, so... He did this song with Carrie, and I was like, oh, okay, I've heard of it. Like, I've seen it, but I'm, I'll play it. So I played it, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is a really good song. I'm just going to give you a little review. It's a nice and sweet, quick song that gets straight to the point and get out of here. Um, what am I trying to say? She speaks Spanish in it. She does really good in the Spanish. Um... So then they did it for the Latin American Music Awards, I think it was, this previous Sunday. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I, th- I feel like they were trying to recreate the video. The video isn't really much to talk about. You know, Carrie, she's married. She's not that sexy. She's not giving any kind of, like, appeal. She's just standing there, you know, doing her little singing um, it's not that interesting to be honest, but it's Carrie. We we stand Carrie. She gives us fulfillment in other categories. Um, but the thing is, I think they tried to recreate the video. They had an audience there. They tried to recreate the video a little bit. It's just like it was like terrible camera angles. I don't know who's the director terrible camera angles like bunches of wild wide shots weird random shots the audio was kind of off it was like a weird mix between them singing and them singing along to the track it was it was a weird performance but the song is really good you can go listen to the song it's called tears of gold they shot the video, I think, in, you know, the corona times. So the video isn't that interesting, to be honest. But, yeah. So there's that on the video. Tears of Gold. Um, and then also this week, 
Carrie, or was that last week? I don't know. Carrie did um, for the American Country Music Awards. I don't know. Whatever Country Music Awards. They have like 300 a year. She did a little review. I mean, she did a little, um, what's it called? Medley. She did Amazing Grace. I mean, the medley, it was okay. I didn't need a medley. She just gave us a couple songs. She did Amazing Grace. And then she did um, How Great Great Is By Faithfulness with C.C. Winans. And they were really good. And then they transitioned into um, Old Rugged Cross, which I told you was one of my favorites, again, from the album. And then she did, I think she did another song, but I forgot. In between that um, that one the old record cross and uh how great the art incredible once again carrie just blows it out of the park okay wait with how great that faithfulness but they kind of did uh, cc and carrie did a little duet on um the old record cross great song they did great I, th- I feel like, you know, CC, you know, CC's black. CC brought a little hood to the American Country Music Awards, whatever they're called. And they brought a little hood out in Carrie. Carrie gave us a little ad lib. She gave us what I was looking for in this entire album that she didn't really give. But she gave, you know, a little hallelujah. She was like, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Shamada. I was like, yes, Carrie. Give us, give it to us. Give us your worship. I want to hear it. I want to hear the worship. I want to hear you give her a little tongue. Come on, Carrie. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Because, you know, uh, she she did her little thing. Carrie's like, "Uh uh-oh, I'm feeling it too. Carrie said, I'm feeling it too, so let me show y'all. Okay, but really, they did a really good job. I really enjoyed that one. I'm just like, Carrie, this is what I was looking for for the entire album. I want a little hood. I want a little, yes, Lord. (sighs) Okay, 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 okay. But then... At the end, you know, Carrie really broke her broke it down with great is thy fa- I mean, how great thou art. And she took her time. She let them vocals come out. Cause I feel like she was a little winded before up to then. So she's like, okay, let me take a break. Let me give it to y'all good. And let me give it to y'all long. And she held that fucking note long. And it reminded me of one of my favorite Carrie Underwood songs. I don't think I ever heard it on the track of the studio version until I heard the live version, before I heard the live version of her singing, say it with me. Are you Carrie fans? You know what I'm about to say. Or you probably don't. <laughs> but my favorite Carrie Underwood song is, I know you won't. I don't know if it's a, I don't think it's a cover. I can look that up right now. I don't think it's a cover. But Carrie really fucks that song up. And she did it. I think it was like the the um So Small Tour, maybe. Okay, I was making sure I was recording. Sorry. I think she did it on the So Small Tour. Not the So Small Tour, but whatever tour the um I think yeah, uh, yeah. Come on, why is this acting like this? 
But anyways, yeah. I think she did it on the So Small Tour. But I definitely remember her playing it, singing it on the Blown Away Tour. And that would be like her final song. And she would just sit there and hold that fucking note for days. It's really... And then, like... Oh, my gosh, you guys. If you know, you know about this song. You, I would say go listen to the... Um, it's from her second album. What's her second album called? Carrie Underwood? <laughs> Carnival Ride. Yes, Carnival Ride. With So Small, Just a Dream. Carrie really killed it. All-American Girl, that note at the fucking end. So Small is one of my top, top, top favorite Carrie Underwood songs. Just a Dream. She just... Oh, my God. I Told You So... Get out of here. Get out of here. I know you won't. Oh, I meant to look up who who wrote it. She did not write it. Okay, some people, I don't know, wrote it. But she performs it, and she performed the fuck out of it. And then you know who else sings it well? Kelly fucking Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson kills that song. She did it for her, like, VH1. Um, it was like VH1 behind the music or, like, something like that. Not behind the music, but it was, like... Storytellers, I think it was. It might have been Storytellers. And Carrie... Oh, Lord. Kelly Clarkson. Those are two... Okay, I'm just so excited. I'm just, like, so in appreciation of those two women. You know, last week I talked about Fantasia, Carrie, and Kelly. Oh, Fantasia, you got to come back and step up your pussy game because these girls are killing you out here. But okay, so Carrie, you know, this when Carrie was spoke Spanish, sang in Spanish, that's when I realized, you know what, Miss Girl, she's really the queen of music out here. Carrie has done Latin music with David Bismol, Bisbal. She's done rock with Dream On. Okay. She's done R and B or pop, whatever, with Champion, with um Ludacris. She's done uh, country. She's the queen of country, okay? Uh, so small. Uh, play on. Blown away. What number one do you want? Two black Cadillacs. Low. Low is kind of bluesy. I love Low from uh, the last album. She's done jazz with Tony Bennett, and she's done gospel with CeCe Winans. Carrie Underwood is the fucking queen of music right now. You better get it too, Carrie. Okay? Don't sleep on Miss Underwood. Miss Underwood, I stand you, and also I stand what you wore at the Latin American Music Awards. Let me tell you, Carrie wore this artist, I mean, this designer, by the name of Iris Van Herpen. This beautiful, excuse me, beautiful, like three color ombre outfit, a two piece. She's showing you a little scared. She's showing a lot of scared. Okay. She just looks so beautiful. I love the color. The color is great on her skin. The red, the fuchsia into the the nude, into the purple. Just, Carrie, you are killing it. What is that? Latin American Music Awards? Yeah, Latin American Music Awards on Telemundo. She looked a little uncomfortable when they did, like, the little interview that they did. 
at the um, music awards. But Carrie, we we're staring. I'm staring at you right now. Shout out to Carrie Underwood. You guys better get on her. I don't know what I'm gonna put on, but we'll see. I'm gonna take a quick break. When I come back, we're gonna talk about we'll talk about Prince. Okay. Okay. I'm back. Back here. Back. Here we are. Back with the Dare Show. Look, I'm in bed. I don't like doing the podcast in bed because my bed's squeaky. You can definitely hear it. So I'm trying not to move. But I'm like, this is the only place I feel very comfortable right now. Um, what was I going to say? Like... I'm just, like, I had to call the ambulance to come and get me. Because I swear I was about to, I was about to be out of here. Like, I should have drove. I'm thinking, like, maybe now I should have drove to the um, hospital. But I called the ambulance. They were looking at me strange. Like, what the fuck you want? (laughs) And I'm like, yeah. Everything is coming out of me. Can you please help? And every time I get, I've noticed recently where, like, when I'm beginning sick, everything is, like, attacking my voice. Like, this is the first time I'm really talking in a while. And I'm semi-okay talking. I'm just feeling very, like, nasally. Oh, my gosh, I'm cooking right now. I'm making some turkey wings and turkey um, legs. And the thing about that, you want to make sure that they're done, but you also don't want to dry it out. I'm thinking maybe I should have cooked it at a slower temperature. I don't know. I also prefer a turkey wing instead of a turkey leg. I just feel like turkey wings are a little bit more a little bit more easier to eat. Also, why are turkey wings and legs so fucking cheap? I spent like ten dollars on about like seven or eight turkey wings and legs with a couple of the um like gristle part extra part that they have on it the tip there's like a couple tips okay but anyways we're talking about prince 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 passed away in 2016 on this day sometimes it snows in april and i think it snowed that year that he passed away wasn't that weird? And also, it's snowing again, I think, in, like, Detroit right now. Very interesting. I appreciate that. Whatever he gave us, that part. The foreseeable, foreseeable the intuitiveness. Prince, a lot of people don't like Prince. A lot of people find him weird. Okay, Prince... Is Prince weird? I don't find Prince weird. Prince is just exuber. Ex- I don't even, see, I'm so sad because I'm like, Prince, is, that one was really hard because I'm like, Prince, he seems so great. He seems so him. <sighs> What's her name? Tina Marie. Tina Marie was tweeting. I remember watching it, looking at her tweet before I went to bed on Christmas Eve. 
she tweeted us. I remember looking at her tweet and then they said she died. Oh, terrible. Like, it was so viable. I'm still here. I'm still in your face. Nothing's really wrong with me. At least you didn't put on that facade. Prince. That one took a little bit difficult to listen, to uh, get over because he was just there. He was just here. And now you mean he's gone. y'all hear me I'm not saying that I'm a huge Prince fan no I'm not gonna say that I'm a huge okay wait I'm not saying that I'm a stan I do appreciate and love me some Prince music I do appreciate and love me you know his behind the scenes efforts you know he had a little you know wobbliness to him you know money wise and female wise but as part of like as far as his artistry his artistry, he's like one of my top favorite artists. I love me some Kiss. I was trying to figure out one of my top favorite songs from Prince. Do I have some? Okay, my top, okay. I don't think these, okay, Diamonds and Pearls is really, okay, Diamonds and Pearls is number one. Rosie Gaines kills that song. He kills that song. Amazing. Number two came up to me later, a couple years ago. Electric Chair from the Batman soundtrack. Love that song. And the performance really sold me on it. I think he did it on like Jay Leno or something. Um, Electric Chair, wonderful song. The Beautiful Ones, Beyonce kind of introduced me to that one, I think. Yeah. The Beautiful Ones, not because of the song, because of the lyrics. So The Beautiful Ones... Always hurt you. Wait, what is it? <laughs> Here we go. The beautiful ones. They're the ones that hurt you. Whatever the song is about, it's so fucking true. You look at all these beautiful people and they're the ones that are evil. They're the ones that are nasty. They're the ones that are like, oh, what's wrong with you? The beautiful ones, they hurt you. And then I love Beyonce's version like her completely new version every night of the beautiful ones on the formation tour. She really killed that black sweat. I love black sweat, black sweat from the black sweat from two. And then I'm my guitar. When he came back in like 2006, not come back, but when he like released the album in 2006, that's when I really noticed Prince. But then I had done realize Prince, oh, Prince was singing, you know, Do Me Baby. I'll get to Do Me Baby in a second. Black Sweat. And then number five, Sleep Around. Now these are in, okay, I think Diamonds and Pearls is really number one. But the rest is whatever, whatever. Sleep Around from the Emancipation album. Unless she won't. She won't sleep around. Sleep around. I love that song. I love a good. That one's like really like get up and dance, bitch. Cause she get up and dance. I love that beautiful ones. Um, 
as far as album, okay, I want to be, okay, I don't know why I said that, and I didn't put in, I want to be your lover or kiss. I want to be your lover. Kiss. Kiss is iconic. Kiss is the song. I want to be your lover is the fucking song. Do me baby is the fucking song. Do me baby is the one that, you know, when Whitney died, Cinderella played, I was like, oh shit, that's my childhood. My girl's gone. When Prince died, Do Me Baby played, I said, oh shit, that's my man. Prince was gone. Do Me Baby, you know, played on, uh, shout out to the Bay Area, 102.9 KVLX. I can't, whatever I hear that. Do you guys remember that? Oh my God, I don't even know if they even say that anymore. 102.9 KVLX. Wait, that is one, right? Oh, man, it just brings me back to, like, another, like, time period or another moment in my life when, um, just, like, staring out the window at night, listening to the radio, you know, Do Me Baby would play, and all these amazing R&B songs from the 80s and 90s would play, 70s, 80s, and 90s. You just get your life. But yeah, Doom Baby. That's a good one. What do I have to say about Prince? Okay, so here's my Prince story. It's not about Prince. It's about Prince when he died. So this, okay, so this day, five years ago now, me and my grandmother, we were driving to, well, she was driving to the laundry bed and she's playing at the gospel station. Hallelujah, praise Jesus. She's playing the gospel station, and all of a sudden they play Prince. I'm, like, trying to figure out what song this is. I don't remember. No, I'm not trying to figure out. I don't remember what song it was. I was just like, wait, is that Prince? Oh, that's Prince. So, I'm like, this is weird. Why is the gospel station playing Prince? And then, I think at the end, they said, and Prince died. I was like, excuse me, skirt. What are you talking about? So we get in the gospel room, we get in the laundromat, and I'm getting on Twitter. I'm like, oh shit, he died. It was just like, it was, it's still like, what in the, what in the world? He left no will. He was a Jehovah's Witness. Oh man, Prince. We stand Prince. We love Prince. We love the Emancipation album. We love um, Purple Rain album. We love his con. We don't love his uh, influence on Beyonce not releasing the Formation album, the Formation tour DVD. How dare, how dare that even come together? But anyways, we love Prince. We stand Prince. A lot of people discredit him. A lot of people... I don't know. It's just Prince. Shout out to Prince. Thank you for your incredible music and incredibleness. Thank you for your sacrifice and the things you realize while making music about labels um, like I told y'all, you know, he was with Warner Brothers and Anita Baker was with, was trying to get her master's from Warner Brothers, but she said she's on a, she's on a road to recover with that. So we'll see. That's all I have to say about Prince. Okay. So 
up next, I'm going to talk about Ms. Luther, Mr. Luther Vandross. Okay. When I say goodbye, it's never for too long because I believe in the power of love. Before I get to Luther, which kind of was a transition into Luther because, you know, in Vogue, had a little thing with Luther. In Vogue, I want you to go listen to um, Torres, T-O-U-R-E apostrophe E. He was a, you know, previous MTV, BET correspondent, whatever they call him over there at that time. He now does. Uh, he now has a podcast on Spotify, and he he's really he's a really good interviewer. He did. I've listened to his Yanla interview. His read. Oh, it's not ridiculous, but Matthew Knowles is ridiculous. He did one with Matthew Knowles, an interview, and recently I came across an In Vogue interview he did. And you want to talk about a really good? Oh, his Tony Braxton interview was so incredible. He like he wants to know your craft. Whoever he's talking to, politician, artist, athlete, how do you become this? I remember, like, the Tony Braxton one, amazing. She was singing. She was giving details. She was really giving good answers. I love that. That's a good one. And this also this In Vogue one he did is really good. He wants to know, where did the singing come from? How did you sing? How does how can I sing? How do you progress your singing? How is this different than that? He's very great questions and they give great answers. And that in Vogue interview was so good. They talked about each of them, you know, in Vogue is split up. They talked about the split. And I think they gave this like answer like, well, um, I'm forgetting her name. I want to call her Cindy, but her name is not Cindy. <laughs> the really annoying looking one that I don't think can sing, but maybe she can. I don't know. But anyways, she, the girl, one of the girls that left, she, that was on R&B Divas, if you know who I'm talking about. I, I can't remember her name. Sorry. She was supposed to like have a solo album and that didn't go through or that wasn't about to go through. So we just decided to slip it apart. I, that's kind of the kind of answer they gave, but I don't think that's the answer that is true. I think that's the, you know, rehearsed, we've been separated for 20 years, let's move on along answer. They gave that, they talked about um, singing and singing in different parts of your body, singing from your head, singing from your nose, singing from your diaphragm, um, being in a group and balancing each other out vocally. Maybe I sing this part this way or we sing whatever part sounds great for the song. They talked about, they talked about their family. They talked about the music business. They talked about, he broke down the song. She's like, it was a great interview. You can go listen to it. It's on Spotify and also the other interviews. Like I said, Tony Braxton, um, Matthew Noel's, <laughs> Iyana Vazant, who's ending her show. I'm kind of sad about that, but okay. And can we talk about how Iyana's show, to me, Iyana's show, the 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 season that Iyana's show started really popping and really giving us incredible content in terms of 
lessons we can learn, how to improve ourselves and improve our family or whatever. It was the season that she did, the last episode was um, from the Pulse shooting nightclub, Pulse nightclub shooting. That season really was so great. And from then on, up until now, or even until now, the her show has just been such great with full of gems and really it's just interesting entertainment. Not to say anything before was horrible or not as um, informative, but now I feel like she really found her niche. They found the niche of the show and the rhythm of the show. And it, I feel like it really it stepped up. So, Mr. Luther, when I say goodbye, it's never for too long. So, yesterday was Luther's 70th seventieth birthday anniversary. Luther Vandross is really a staple in my soul. My mom is a Luther stan, okay? She had all the, I don't know, she had all the albums. Where she had the albums, and we would go on road trips to like Bakersfield, living in the Bay Area. We would go from San Mateo to Bakersfield or Hayward to Bakersfield, wherever. Bakersfield, even on, you know, coming to Louisiana uh, during like the summer, like winter one time. We would play Luther. And one memory I do have of Luther, the, the like listening to his music. I just remember, like, it was nighttime. Again, it was, like, nighttime. We were on our way back from Bakersfield to um, San Mateo. San Mateo. And I would be looking out the window, and the power of love slash love power would play. And that just, like, I don't know. It's just, that was, like, such a... It's, I think because of the song and the music and the the vocals and the production of the song, it was such a power, that is such a powerful song. And it's really my top favorite. Because of that, it's my top favorite song of Luther. And it was just like, it gave me this experience of like my childhood experience and a memory I'll, you know, never forget. Clearly. But yeah, Luther, you know, you just like listen to certain artists and they just become a part of you and they become your favorite. And like Luther is that Luther, you know, not, and I think it's his voice when he would make a song, he would take his time and his voice would allow him to create the song and create the, create the song anew. Whether it was a cover, his own song, bring it to life, bring it to life. And his voice, his voice so dynamic, beautiful range. He's done, you know, some background work with Patty. Uh, he produced that incredible Jump To It album for Aretha. That is really one of my favorite um, albums. That That's a staple album right there. It's just like this feel-good album with like... Like if I had to make an album, that's the kind of album I would make. Like this feel-good, up-tempo, even with like a couple of um, ballads. The ballads are fantastic. I did not know. I did not know. I did not know until yesterday when Craig Seymour, this 
musical journalist and Luther Vandross enthusiast and Luther Vandross um, book writer, when he posted that Luther sang um, This Time Is For Real, years before he, like, quote-unquote, gave it to Aretha. I did not know that. And I didn't even know he wrote it. He wrote This Time Is For Real. Oh, my goodness. And then there's his version of it on YouTube. Craig's like, Craig said he likes his version. I like Aretha's version. They're both really good, but I do like Aretha's version better. Also, I didn't even know Craig wrote the Luther Vandross Life The Longing of, I think that's the name of it, of Luther Vandross. I didn't know he wrote that. I had read that book um, my freshman, no, 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 I'm sorry. My, my, um, what's it called? Junior year? Junior year. Well, no, it was right before um, my senior year. When I came to Louisiana and visited my grandmother, we went to the library. And that's when I really became into celebrity books. I read Janet's book at that time, and I read Luther. I think probably read like maybe one or two more, but I don't remember. I just remember Janet's True You with her. I just remember her, that story about her flipping over the stake. <laughs> Janet was a little sassy little thing. It's so funny to think about little Janet flipping over a stake, getting up on the counter, seasoning her stake, heating up the pan, putting her stake in, flipping it over, cooking her steak. Hilarious. And then, you know, she talked about, you know, her diet pills and how thin she was. Um, that's the best intro you. But Luther, the yeah, I read the Luther book. It's been a while. My memory's a little fuzzy. You know, they he went back to, like, you know, he was found in his apartment. Luther um, struggled with finding love, coming out as a homosexual man. And one thing I don't like when people say Patty LaBelle shouldn't have said what she said about Luther. I don't think she was outing Luther Vandross. He's dead. That's sort of over now. Um, she's not outing him. She's just sort of confirming what rumors maybe are true. I think it's different. And she's not coming from a malicious place either. That Patty and him were friends. Patty and him were like sister and brother that you know he adored patty la freaking bell and she adored him she adored his voice you know how many times you know she would just stop singing and let him sing and just uh, be in an awe to his singing um and then that famous picture i didn't know it was at a versace show that was enlightening yesterday too the picture of her um sitting in his lap and she's just like looking up and they're both looking so gleeful and happy uh, at the Versace show. Uh, yeah. But I don't think she outed him. Because I feel like outing sometimes is coming from a malicious place. And she's not a malicious person. Especially about her baby, Luther. Um, and then his struggle with, like, getting a Grammy. They had nominated him so many times. And then, you know, the after the, I forget the name, how to say the name, but the after death award that they always give you, I feel like it's so ridiculous and heartbreaking. That's pretty heartbreaking because I think he got like album of the year or something, or like song of the year. Yeah, I think Dance with, Your, Dance with My Father got like song of the year. 
And it's like, damn, that sucks. Because I think he had just died and he, oh man, that sucks. He didn't even get to see his Grammy. Well, he's not on earth. Um, we'll see what they do with um, Chadwick Boseman. I'm side-eyeing. We'll see. But yeah, you know, his Grammy, I believe his father died at an early age. But, you know, all these things, you know, and then, you know, his voice. And there's the voice. Jeez Louise, the voice. Incredible voice. We stay in Luther. Power of Love, Love Power, like I said. My top favorite song from Luther. Your Secret Love, that really has been like, I think, you know, it's always been there. But, you know, you revisit stuff. Like I said, you know, I revisited um, Bomb and Gilead by Karen Clark Sheard. I revisited um, Your Secret Love. And I love that song. I, there is no, I can't find, I can't find not one live footage video of him singing that. And it, it, like, I feel it in my stomach. Like, I'm so angry. It's so, like, heartbroken. Even on the Your Secret Love tour, like, there's a video of the Your Secret Love tour, and I don't think he's singing it on the tour. I can't, I couldn't find the place where he was singing. He was singing every other song except for Your Secret Love, and I'm like, I need to listen to Your Secret Love. That song is just so beautiful and so heart-wrenching and so heart-pouring. Um, also, I feel like it gives, like, the same kind of I Get So Lonely vibe also, I get, I mean, I get Lonely Vibe from Janet Jackson. And then the I Get Lonely Vibe reminds me of Baby Doll from uh, Mariah. Wait, are those all in the same, are those all in the same year? 97? Oh my God, I'm going to scream if it is. Do you guys hear me? I'm going to scream. Hold the presses. Hold the phone. Go to the artist, Spotify. Stop playing with me. Your Secret Love from 96. Wow. What year? I mean, what? Spotify used to give me a lot of information on song. Oh, October 96. Okay. Okay, 96, 97, whatever. You know, these songs, I just realized that. Wow. Okay. But anyways, your secret love. But yeah, I was saying like, not that it, okay, they kind of remind me. So I would like, I would think if maybe he was a female, he would have probably gave us a little, your secret love, like a little choreography, your secret love type, you know, I get lonely type choreography that held like slow motion the, you know, leather long jacket, the whole thing. Like, it reminds me of that for some reason. Always and forever. Like I told you last week, I gave a horrible review on songs. Uh, or, um, I'm sorry, um, Luther's album. I didn't realize that this was coming up. Always and forever. The production of that song, I don't think I said this, the production of that song mixed with his voice incredible you like really feel it it's like certain pauses and certain beats and certain everything's in there you really feel it take you out 
that that was the song. I feel like that kind of rejuvenated his quote unquote rejuvenated his career. It definitely stood out, and it definitely was a popper, a pussy popper, in a way. With you know Garcelle Bouvet in the video, it was such a light and beautiful, airy song. Um, I remember this girl. I was going to church with I had a little crush on her and so that song had just came out and so everybody was around me was like why don't you sing that song to her and so I don't remember if I did or if I didn't but I think I did and it just turned into like this embarrassing mortifying moment so shout out to you I can't believe I did that I sang Take You Out by Luther to her. Because I think I remember, like, rehearsing it a little bit. And they were like, yeah, you should sing it to her. And I was like, okay. My shy Virgo self being weird. Okay. And the fifth song, I couldn't think. You know, I love Luther. I love practically all of his catalog. I don't know all of his catalog. Like, a couple of the albums, I was like, I've never heard of that album in my life. <laughs> it's probably good I haven't. But... The fifth and final one, the fifth and final song by Luther I really adore is The Closer I Get to You, which is a remake he did with Beyonce. And I was just thinking, somebody, uh, Bert, posted this last night. He was like, don't remember what he said, but it was, I just brought up this idea like Beyonce. You have a Grammy winning song. You went into the studio and recorded this song with Luther Vandross. Can you please give us something, a tidbit, a memory, something? Like, this is such an incredible, it's incredible. And he was talking about how somebody came up to him and was like, you should do a song. He wants to do the song. Oh, you should do a Beyonce. And he was like, oh, that's a great idea. And whatever he said, like, whatever, that's a great idea. It just sounds like him. Like, you just hear him say that. Because you feel like, I feel like I've heard him say that in the tons of interviews. And he talks about how it was a joy working with her. And it was so easy working with her on the song. Because she understood music. And she loved music. And the musicality of the song. And she just... At such a young age, he was like, this is one of the best experiences of my life. And I'm like, oh, man, that's so beautiful to say. And wow, she's not talking. She's not saying much. Because I'm like, okay, Beyonce, you worked with all of these legends. You have a Grammy with Luther. You've worked with Prince. You've given Michael Jackson his awards. You've sang with Tina on the Grammys. What else? You've, who else? You've sang Happy Birthday to Diana Ross. Not that that really counts, but you have all these like staples in your career and you're not talking about them. And it's like, girl, we want to hear them. I want to hear them. I love, give us some stories and not an old creepy Prince story, not creepy, not some annoying Prince story when he told you to remember the footage in your mind. I was just like, I can't believe she did that to us. Yeah. So, you know. And, you know, also, I love, um, do it again, do it again, baby, from his Dance With You album, Dance With My Father album, Endless Love, Of Course We Love, Knocking Me Off My Feet, Going Out Of My Head, Come On, 
cover after cover, hit after hit, Buy Me a Rose. I didn't like that song, but my mother, she kind of pushed me in. Shine, come on now. Shine is a jam. Shine is a bop. That was like the After He Died album uh, or song. Going in circles. Okay, that might be the same song. Night and day and night. Come on. And my sensitivity gets in the way. Stop for love. Wait for love. Till my baby comes home. Since I lost my baby. Knocks me off my feet. We love Luther. We stand Luther. Thank God for Luther and his contribution to the world. You know, there's not a ton of male artists that sound like him. I mean, there's not a ton of male artists that have, like, a distinctive, incredible, moving voice like him. And uh, it's tragic the way he died. It's tragic the way, you know, some some of the way he lived. Heartbreaking. Unfortunate. When sort of in this time, he probably would have had a little bit more easy. Possibly. Who knows? Who knows? But thank God for the music. And on that note, I want to thank you for listening. I had put this together on a whim. Um, this is The Dare Show. And I'm Derek. And if you want to follow me, leave a comment, whatever. I'm on Instagram at mylovemyneed2nights. Should I change my Instagram name to The Dare Show? I don't know. I'll be back next week. I didn't think that I was going to be back this week. <laughs> but I'll be back next week, and we'll see what I have to say then. And tell me what you think. Tell me what you like. Leave your comment. What's your favorite Luther songs? Or albums? Or moments? Or moments in his life? Um, what's your favorite Prince songs? I love Prince. What do you think about Carrie Underwood killing the game right now? Next week, we'll figure out what she was talking about. But until then, adios, because I can speak Spanish, okay? <laughs>